0: All right, mine's like, I want my podcast to be messy and stuff, so that's kind of how we roll. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I've got my very first guest, which is exciting, my friend Mm -hmm. Steph from Happy Healing Hypno. I'll get her to introduce herself and everything that she does, because there's a few things that I didn't even know about that we'll talk about, so take it away. Hi, um thank you so much that I'm your
1: first guest. That's like such an honor. I know. We're um, so excited we're <laughs> <you're> all giggling. <laughs> I feel like we, we have so much to talk about. I don't like yeah. yeah. But um yeah, I'll start with introducing myself. Um so yeah, I'm Steph. I actually live in the UK at the moment. I used to live in Melbourne, um, but I'm back in the UK i'm a hypnotherapist slash emotional release therapist and i also practice kinesiology and a few other modalities but really that's just where my interests lie that's what i do and i love it
0: i love it awesome (laughs) that was something that i haven't spoken to you about but i really i I mean i saw on your website and everything that you do do kinesiology and i talk Mm -hmm. about kinesiology with everyone because it's like Mm -hmm. one of my favorite things like my oh I just love it so much and I see that you do systematic kinesiology and I don't know what that is. Yes okay so basically um have you heard of applied kinesiology? Yeah I guess that's what I would uh, I have two kinesiologists that work very different like one's in Byron Mm -hmm. and one's in Melbourne and like they're both like um I guess like psychic medium like one's like a health medical medium and one's like yes. does all like neuro- neurology and like mm-hmm. she does hand stuff and like uh she does everything literally but they're very yeah. different i i guess that's applied kinesiology or what's systematic
1: yeah. So basically you're right in saying that there are so many different types of kinesiology. Like if you literally type it into Google, there are just so mm. many different types. Um, so systematic kinesiology is basically applied kinesiology. So applied kinesiology started in America. Mm. Um, and when the when it got brought over to the UK, they couldn't use the name applied. So they changed it to systematic. Mm. And it's basically got the name from the systematic way it... Um, Sort of heals and mends the body or goes through the body. Do you know? Yeah. Check everything.
0: Yeah. And is that why that when you have a session, there's kind of like the 12, what are they called? Or there's like the protocols or the. Yeah. 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 So you have the first um, things like you check your feet and then you check your. Yeah, so uh, this the, again, it's
1: always so different, and every practitioner will probably execute it differently. Mm. But with systematic kinesiology, it's a mixture between acupuncture points, mm. yeah, you know, working on the meridian lines, Chinese medicine, chi- mm. uh, uh, chiropractic. You're really pulling everything together, but the the long and short of it really is you use muscle testing so you're yeah. asking your body for the answers so if there we obviously work with all the different glands all the different organs it's very much I think what you were saying one of yours is a bit more medical a bit more yeah um that's yeah. that's the sort of physiology I do so my mine is less sort of spiritual I don't use any like um cards or um anything you know there's yeah, always yeah. Uh, different props M- people are using um, I don't yeah. Use, yeah i don't use any of that stuff but we do work a lot on um new, nutrition and, and supplements and homeopathic and that kind of stuff homeopathic so, remedy yeah. yes yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 that's so cool because um and that's what i was gonna say for people that don't know what kinesiology is at all it's like i i ex- I always talk about and then people are like but what even is it i'm like it's talking to your subconscious it's it's muscle testing but so much more than that and then say like my kinesiologist in byron now i still have sessions with her over the phone like she doesn't have anything of mine but she taps in and she'll be like yep your cortisol's Mm -hmm. fucked because it usually is like like blah 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 like she's very that way Whereas mm-hmm. my other kinesi- kinesiologist, I'll still have sessions with her on Zoom. Um, oh, I have a question about this, but I'll ask after but when i see her in person like she'll grab my hand and she'll like ask it questions and like my body will tell her the answer so it's like instead of my ego getting in the way of like oh i've read these 100 books and you know you fall into this healing trap of being like these are all the issues but they're actually not it's like your body knows and the body like will tell them and it's not just the which is very important about and i know like we talk about this as well but like someone outside of us projecting what might be the issue onto you, which might not be, or maybe guessing or whatever. And it's like Thanks. actually coming from your body. And yeah. she's really cool because she has like a lock of my hair. So if I have yes. to go on Zoom, she taps into me by the lock of my hair. Like, I just think it's so witchy and cool.
1: Yeah, it old. is. I, and I think things like that make people go like, what? That doesn't sound real or or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but what she's doing with your hair is she's surrogating for you then. So yeah. everything yeah. about you has your energy on it. So mm-hmm. she's then tuning into that. Yeah. And kinesiology is really like looking at the person and the environment and every everything mm. as a whole. Mm -hmm. So as you know, and I'm sure you've heard of the book, the body keeps the score. And I think really that is just the undertone of everything. Your body Mm -hmm. keeps the score of everything. So like in systematic kinesiology, when we're working with um, the lymphatic system and everything, it's all to do with releasing this, what your body has stored. So whether that's stored emotion, which ultimately leads, um, Uh, Mm. leads into like physical ailments and pains and stuff every pain everything comes from uh, a blocked and stored emotion whether it be a knee pain or a uh, whatever it is you know it's it's always due to emotion and um and also taking in factors like what's your toxic load like what you Mm. know what what, um creams and makeup do you use what um Mm. what foods are you eating because again we live in In a society now, unfortunately, a time in life where even if we're eating the most healthiest diet, we're actually still missing a lot of nutrition from it because our our food is just so diluted in value now you know there was a yeah. there was a study done on um vitamin c and oranges and <laughs> the university students were looking at like we're doing all these tests and there was no vitamin c or vitamin c however you want to say in the oranges and w- yeah. w- obviously that's everyone everyone's like what no they're full of they're full of vitamin yeah c. but as- by the time they're picked transported being in and out of the dark and light and cold and hot or whatever it is they've actually just lost so much of their nutritional value so without actually supplementing that we are not getting what we need it would be Mm. lovely to all have our own farms and all of that kind of stuff but the reality Mm. is we don't and so we have to look now to how we can support our bodies and the stress that we're putting on our bodies is is the biggest is the biggest issue of all, because we have so much mental stress, physical stress, chemical stress, environmental stress, like all of this stuff. So it's
0: about healing the whole. The toxins as well. Yeah, the the other, um, it's funny you talk about the vegetables as well, because I see such a trend, like a few years ago, all the like healers and coaches were like going vegan and stuff. And now mm. everyone's going like full meat because or whatever mm. you call it, like not carnival, but like- I-, just I did of- carnival diet for a year. Yeah. Oh, Really? <laughs> just yeah, whole whole, everyone used to be like yeah vegan this vegan that now everyone's like going to the butcher and stuff and it's, mm. it's because like the nutrients like it's not as dense anymore in, in vegetables and stuff like people yeah. are needing to get it from meat which is just very interesting like yeah, yeah like, and, all that and stuff. even
1: with that like you've got to be so careful of what meat like our, our meat is so full of hormones now mm. you know like chicken and and all of that is is usually just so pumped with hormones that we're then like digesting that and it's all you know it's this constant chain Mm. you know
0: and that's what yeah. I love about kinesiology because you can go and, like, I love every modality. Like, I've done everything under the sun, literally. Yeah. And you can go to, like, skincare people and they'll recommend this and, like, your friend down the road will recommend this. And, like, I, I kind of hate it, especially when it's, like, unsolicited kind of advice. And like, you've got to do this because it worked for me. And it's like, cool, that worked for you. But what I love about kinesiologists and kinesiology, like, even with um naturopaths like they'll test your blood and stuff like that and recommend you supplements and all of this but like with my kinesiologist i'll go to her and i bring my supplements i bring my skincare and then she puts it on my body and she asks my body instead of like some person that it worked on so and so like with even with skin people i felt like I mean, my skin healing journey is a different story, but it was sp- like throwing spaghetti at the wall, just to see what sticks. Whereas, yeah. like this is like my body. She'll be like, "Yeah, no, like you only need this amount of fish oil." And like, your your um body doesn't like that brand. This like blah 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 blah. And I'm like, that is just so good and so like non-stressful. Like doing it that yeah. way instead of like I'm- having to constantly like get your bloods done or like any of that kind of thing.
1: I'm really glad you mentioned that because that's such a good point that is you know even the most educated people in their field are Mm. making educated guess and educated recommendation on what Mm. they think is good for you Mm. but you are such a unique individual there is no one size fits all so that is exactly what kinesiology does test the supplements Mm. the food the skincare whatever it is to you does your Mm. body like it and how much does it Mm -hmm. need and maybe it needs it for a couple of weeks and then it doesn't need it anymore yeah that's why it um, it's just very very personalized and that's why I really feel like once you found a good kinesiologist they can cover everything in your life yeah the emotional like the acid literally yeah and it's so so personal so you don't waste time Mm. trying and buying all this other stuff that could be completely
0: positive yeah. you, and even with food and i think it really helps like me connect to my intuition as well because um mm-hmm. like traditional healthy foods like she'll tell me like oh your body actually doesn't like tomato and i'm like oh interesting because yeah. as a kid i didn't like it but now i'll eat it because it's healthy and she's like your body loves spinach mushrooms i'm like oh no i knew that like we know these things and it's like mm-hmm. teaching us to be more in tune with 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 what actually suits us as well and yeah how I mean, you go yeah. <laughs> when you're a kid you are
1: the most in tune mm. to your intuition so it's so interesting that you said that about the tomatoes because obviously when we're when we're younger as well we get told what to eat right yeah. so slowly over time we break we lose that intuition with what is right for our bodies mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but the fact that you already knew that before mm. is just so it's don't you think that's just so interesting
0: yeah like my mum literally used to read me that charlie and lola book like i would never ever eat tomatoes i don't know if anyone knows that but like i just think that's so funny because i hated them and then like i'll have them every now and again like i do like them in an omelette or whatever but my kinesiologist was like yeah your body doesn't like the acid and like things that i do love like i love um spinach and mushrooms she will be like yeah your body loves that your body loves carrots and this and that and it's just Mm -hmm. really cool because yeah like if, even like healthy things it doesn't suit everyone so everyone tries to jump on the bandwagon what suited like bob dick and harry or whatever it is and um and even going back to like the trapped emotion part with the body keep score like that's such a good book um recommendation and going off that uh louise hayes like you can heal your life where she'll talk mm. about um you know say lower back pain is related to guilt and throat is related to this. And and I, I believe that there's like a certain thing, like it can, you know, it be different for each person, but I really have felt such a difference in knowing that the pain in my body is telling me something deeper than just like, okay, cool. Like I've been, and I do, I have back pain from like deadlifting and stuff but I do know Mm. that it's a weaker spot because of certain emotions and stuff and when I've worked on those kind of parts myself you know it goes away yeah it's so interesting it really is and instead of
1: getting angry with our bodies when there's pains or when there's things or or skin breakouts or Mm. whatever it is just actually turn like you know changing the narrative Mm. to like okay what are you trying to tell me yeah. There's obviously something you're trying to tell me, like, what is it you need? Like what needs healing? Um, And it's, you know, most people are unfortunately so out of tune with their bodies that they they just they they can't read themselves like we, yeah. we, we we're so convinced that we know ourselves so well and we really don't because the more we learn the more we realize oh fuck I didn't realize that that layer to me that part of mm. my body I didn't know I didn't know what that mm-hmm. system that did I didn't know about that meridian line you know all of these things yeah. like there are, there's just so much that we're missing mm. um so I think fortunately every not everyone but a lot of people are shifting into this more natural. Um. Uh. Holistic, you know,
0: way of-minded of kind of slowly. way, of,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, hopefully, a kinesiologist or a naturopath or someone like that would be your first point of call, not your last point of call. And the yeah. doctor is the last point of call. We don't want to be taking all these prescription yeah. drugs and all of this stuff. They're literally so bad for us.
0: But it's like it almost happens for a reason because most people's first point of call is the doctor, but it doesn't get better because it's like they need to get to that level of depth and they weren't going straight there. And that's why people lean into this and they go, Oh my God. And and you think about it, if you're taking a pill to mask the
1: pain or the ailment of whatever Mm. it is, you're not getting rid of the ailment. Mm. So that's just silently building and you're just silencing it. So obviously that then down the line leads to something way bigger.
0: Yeah, and it's a, it's a Band-Aid effect. And, like, yes. it's the, the thing that we, like, the problem, people think that, like, they, they need to solve the problem, but the problem is actually a solution to something deeper. And mm-hmm. I think it's a really, it could be a really exciting time, like, obviously not always exciting, but to use whatever's going on for us as a catalyst to what is actually going on. Like, example, yeah. and this is why I love that, like, we're talking about kinesiology because I'm so passionate about it. Mm-hmm. But I was healing a lot of anger stuff. So I'd go to my kinesiologist and, you know, would go back to, and this is like for listeners that haven't explored this, it's really exciting to hear because it's a bit of like timeline intertwined as well. Like, would go back mm-hmm. to when I was three years old and I've got all this stuck and stored anger and I finally get to release it. Like, that's so freeing. Yeah. It's just, yeah, yeah. it really is. Yeah.
1: It's amazing. It's, it's, it's really, really powerful. And I think the more we, can just listen to ourselves and stop silencing ourselves like the happier we'll ultimately be you know and and healthier definitely
0: yeah yeah have you had any crazy kinesiology experiences like when you first kind of started or Um, no? let me think um
1: nothing like too crazy but I've heard like my like mentors and stuff they've healed all types of 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 crazy Mm. crazy things like Mm. I can't even god my mind's running blank now you know well, this my, so-
0: I'll give an example because I've got one of my but yeah my friend went there I um actually gifted his first session because I'm like you've got to try this mm. and um there was like I knew that it was a thing but it wasn't like he went there and this is another thing I love about it like I'll get back to the story but when you do like traditional coaching or like talk therapy or like mm. things that you have to like cognitively, is that how I said the word? Mm. <laughs> talk yeah
1: cognitively, You yeah.
0: always <laughs> have to like set an intention of like, you can't just rock up to the session and be like, oh, I don't know what I want to heal, you tell me. I mean, sometimes yeah. you can just drop into subconscious or whatever. But like, I just go there and I'm like, okay, cool. If there's things coming up, sometimes I have a list, literally I'm that girl. Sometimes I'm like, I want you to ask, like, I want my body to tell you what's up. Right. Yeah. And this um friend had like an entity following him, like had an, had oh, a yeah, following yeah. him, and then he walked out and it's not like he walked in being like. That you know, it was it was kind of like draining him, but he didn't even realize. And he walked out, and it was like gone. And like the they said goodbye to the ghost or whatever it was, yeah. the entity. Yeah. And like that is just so amazing. Like what what's the doctor? I mean, this isn't like a doctor shaming episode at all. But <laughs> What's a job you're gonna do about that? If you walk in and you're like, I've got like this ghost following me, and with yeah, the, I've got an entity. You don't even need to explain that. You don't need, need yeah. to explain that you did some whack kundalini shit that like mm-hmm. it's just fucked up some things. Like, yeah. like people don't get yeah. it.
1: No, I know. Like it just sounds really like I hate the word, but it sounds really like woo woo or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I
0: hate, I hate that, like, that word oh, as well. Exactly it, it, it kind of makes it feel like it's. Yeah, it's just, like, because it's so, it, it's it's science as well, and science, like, yeah, takes a time to, like, catch up. Like, that's, like, so yeah. obvious. Um, yeah. So, it, like, manifestation, it is science and stuff. So it's, like, when people are, like, oh, I remember <laughs> someone once, like, saw me, like, watching some, like, personal development thing or whatever, and they're, like, oh, is that happy, clappy stuff? And it's, like, yeah. Well, like, I guess it's probably yeah. copy. Like,
1: what do you mean? Yeah. Like, uh, but like, it's so funny when people say that about personal development mm. because it's like, how is that not like again? I can't, I don't want to project my values on onto other people, but like, how can it not be a high value for you to mm. want to be better? Mm. Like just yeah. for yourself, not for yeah. anything else. Like, yeah, you know, why choose to live in in? Because the more you understand things, the less pain you're in. Ultimately, yeah. because you you free yourself. Like, you free your mind, you free your body. It's mm. liberating. So, yeah, um,
0: and that's what it yeah. is. The learning journey.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I
0: was I was going to ask you a question about the the content that you consume because it's it's a very important topic to me and I feel yeah. like. Yeah um I wanted to ask you if you're particular about like things that you consume or people that you hang around yourself with because of your certain like another mm-hmm. point that like we we touched on when we were like you know connecting about stuff you mm-hmm. you said that you resonated with how I talked about having like such a childhood kind of thirst for things. And like, you were like, yes. you've always been like that as well. So are you particular with what you consume or like who you surround yourself with and things like that? Like you're always in a learning mode, like in, um because yeah. we know each other, because we're doing a, like a qualification course, or whatever yeah. you ask, like really great questions. So yeah. Could you talk about that? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um,
1: yeah, I do always have a lot of questions. I think that's why I also like having a podcast because I find questions quite easy mm. because mm. it's just like, I'm always wanting to learn. And I think I've always been like that for my whole life. Um, You know, I feel like there's a, few, there's a few things to that. One is, yes, I am really particular with what I consume and who I surround myself with. And I think more than anything, that's just come with age because I'm so susceptible to like, energy and how that makes me feel and how that influences my personal state and my nervous system. You know, I don't really want to be around people that, um, you know, don't uh, I don't feel safe around. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I've grown up, like that, that is, you know, I don't really often ever feel unsafe around people, but that's because I do have quite strong boundaries. And I think people do respect that quite a lot. You know, I've got mm-hmm. a lot of friends and I, I'm so grateful for them. Um, but I also really like my alone time and my quiet time, and I'm very confident in that time as well, yeah. you know, where I don't I don't need to always fill the void. Um, but in terms of like the things I consume absolutely like I I'm constantly either listening to an audiobook or a podcast or reading or something you know sometimes I'm like am I doing too much (laughs) but like it comforts me it really does (laughs) it it, I really it's genuinely what I enjoy and I also feel like you know I I hear this a lot from my clients they're like I don't I'm not around the right people Mm. and I'm like okay well are you the right person like are you attracted? the right person Mm -hmm. because ultimately everything starts with you Mm -hmm. so i would suggest to them like start list like we we live in an age where we are so lucky to have such easy access to all of this stuff like we can listen to like masters in their field speak for free on youtube or on a podcast or whatever we can listen to the the dalai lama we can listen to Sadhguru. do you know what i mean we can listen to all these people like that is Amazing that we can do that. So start with that. Like, listen mm. to all these people. Listen to their stories. Listen to the people that they talk to. Be immersed in a conversation that you can still be part of because you're you're, you're listening. You know. Yes, you can,
0: yes. You know? This is, these are the two the main things that I say to clients like struggling with like finding their tribe or all these kind of issues, and it's like not everyone's like in a place where maybe they can just find the most aligned, like friends and expand is at the click of their fingers. But because it's so vital for us to subconsciously expand and for, to be feeding our our subconscious with like what we want to program it. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of talk around, um, you are the five people that you hang around with the most. And I believe in that a lot, but I'm always saying, like the five people you surround yourself the most can be like, the podcast that you listen to every day. Yes. Like yeah. exactly what you're saying. Like you can like in your head, in your, your subconscious doesn't know that they're best friends with like yes. with LA Lama, <laughs> that's who you're listening to every day. And that's the top person in your subconscious, that's the top yes. person that you're learning from. And they're expanding you. Like it's so important. If we we need us like we need to see people doing bigger things and like even talking before about like being the small fish and be surrounded by big fish the second thing is like put yourself in those rooms like oh like mm-hmm. i just have shit friends like no one wants to do anything Well, will go somewhere mm-hmm. where those people will be like or just and become that person for yourself and they just kind of magnetize you like them yeah. to you and in the meantime consume content that is going to expand you like by people by the type from the type of people that you want to be surrounded by as well
1: exactly yeah yeah and it's about taking responsibility for yourself and your growth and the path that you are on Mm. you know it's not up to the it's not up to your friends to do that like and also I think it's really important to note at at this point like it's really fine and healthy to outgrow people like Mm. you don't have to like dump them and blah 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 but it's Hmm. it's fine I think a lot of people also feel stuck because they say things like oh but they've been my friends since school and I've got a loyalty to them or something it's like okay that's that's great but yeah if you're using that as an excuse like to hinder you then that's not great so like you've got to think about how things serve you and that doesn't mean like oh everything has to be about me but it's also fine to outgrow situations because that's how you grow you can't yep. stay in the same small pot you know you've got to like
0: I think yeah yeah the small pot. So cool. I think <laughs> boundaries I always think about this like the term with boundaries and like people like you know posting like memes of like yeah I'm like just gonna like cut everyone off it's like is that yeah yeah, like boundaries really like if you actually are setting like energetic boundaries you Mm. don't need to say anything like when you really have that like and at like a subconscious energetic level you you have that energy around you that people do respect you and if they if they don't you if you've actually healed that a lot of the time you won't be triggered by it like it is you know like obviously not saying that it's your like it's up to you if you're triggered like people aren't like can't be awful like obviously like that's not a thing Mm -hmm. um but yeah, it's very interesting. Like you don't always have to have these like hard, like harsh boundaries around things. Like you, yeah. Can't... And you don't have to be like, "I'm sorry, it's a
1: boundary for me to blah 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 blah." Like you yeah. know, it yeah. doesn't have to be like that. It's just, it's just a, it's just an honouring of yourself, and you're responsible for that. So it's just like if you yeah. don't want to go to that thing or whatever, it's like that's from you. Yeah. You don't need to make a song yeah. and dance about it. It's just you don't. Yeah, go. Like, yeah. Like if my sure. friends
0: call me and I'm not like in the time to speak, like I don't answer. But i don't have huh. like this weird boundary of like don't call me after like 10 p.m. like call me whenever you want like call me at 4am if you want like if i want to answer i will but i don't have to mm-hmm. set a harsh boundary because i trust myself and that's where it really comes down to like trusting yourself yeah. like if you actually yeah. trust yourself you won't have to like declare these like weird rules on stuff um Mm -hmm. for other people to like obey and like suit you um unless it's like okay yeah cool don't rock up my house rock up to my house at (laughs) 20am like those kind of like verbal boundaries but boundaries are just really interesting I feel like the the term like gets thrown around and stuff and it's like I don't know I just find it funny sometimes like um this is like a side question but are you like a bit of an athlete or what's like what's with the boxing nice. stuff i love it i love it so much like it's so it's so cool i love i love um women that are so like fierce and like athletic yeah. and also you know like hypnosis is such like a feminine flowy flowy mm-hmm. thing and i love that you've got both like i really see um myself
1: um, that's actually so, so interesting that you asked. I don't, don't think I've ever been asked, am I an athlete? I'm quite, um, <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not, no, I'm definitely, definitely not. And I'm actually glad that you brought this up because it, I think this is actually going to segue really nicely into speaking about masculine and feminine because yeah. you know, doing the whole boxing and, and things like that, I was like massively in my masculine whilst doing mm. that. And it's only upon reflection that I look back and I see, what I was doing it for or why I was doing it and wh- how that fit into my life then mm-hmm. so um now i it's yeah so i was very very dedicated to to boxing and i was training every single day and blah 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 and yeah did did some fights mm. and whatever and um it was very much like constantly putting my body under stress constantly mm. being like tired and overworked and it's a very like masculine environment as well so yeah I this this led me in ways into this journey as well I mean there's lots of other side side notes to that too but it led me into this kind of like balancing again which is kinesiology is massively about balancing that the masculine and the feminine Chinese medicine is all about that too hey Exactly. Like really, yeah. and yang yeah. and all of this and like really embracing. But I in hindsight was in a time in my life where I was in like a fearful state and like this high adrenaline and just survival mm. mode and blah 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 blah. And boxing kind of fit really well into that as a really good outlet. And I thought, yeah, I'm strong and I'm mm. fierce and like ind- like you know, independent, I can do yeah. this. Um, but you know, and then when you've got your your coach who's who's a who's a man, and he, he he's like, you know, very like, come on, like don't you know, yeah. very you know what it's like. And I kind of just I burn out. I really, really burn out. um and it's taken me a long time even for my body to just heal from everything, just putting it through so much stress. So I'm kind of now just really practicing. Being comfortable more in my feminine and being slower and being more because, like you said, I was actually finding it hard jumping from okay, boxing in the day and then in the afternoon and evening, having clients and going from masculine to feminine and doing those drops, you know, like dropping into masculine. (laughs) So I'm learning now to have much more balance.
0: Yeah, the the interesting thing in, in, in this is that I love because i love sport like i love like lifting heavy like i love like doing a heavy lift, heavy squat and like i've been through like it all when it comes to like like fitness and food and Mm. being very masculine and structured like my whole day would be structured around um like eating next nothing and then working out like hardcore and I, i did have a coach at one point who had her own experience with like training hard and her way of like healing in her journey or whatever was to like, kind of like do nothing. And like, mm-hmm. like, as in like exercise wise, like cut it all out and um, maybe do some yoga or um, mm-hmm. something like that, which is really cool. And that served her. And she suggested that for me and it really didn't resonate at all. And what I find is um, and I will um, in saying that though, I do have breaks every now and again, like, because, you know, sometimes like I do have this back thing or whatever and I will like then do a month of like, you know, a lot of yoga, a lot of um yin, like just like double up on the saunas and stuff like that. And just like heaps of nature walks if that's what I need. Like if it's my period or moon time, like I'll switch and that's my feminine time where I'll like just walk really. Um, But I – this is really cool because you can do such a masculine task like go to the gym and lift weights or or boxing um Mm -hmm. i recently really felt like i wanted to go boxing so i did a few weeks of like boxing and stuff and it was lit but with my new um like learning like learning about myself and my body and knowing like yes i can go freaking hard or at the moment i'm actually um not really like listening to my body. And I do think that people can get trapped in the, oh, I'm listening to my body. So I'm like not going hard. Like I love conscious grit. I really love like the, like, no, like you're, you're, you know, you're talking shit to yourself. Like you just don't want to train hard. But I I feel like you can still be in a feminine state and do these like masculine um, tasks or these masculine workouts. But it's, it's like bringing mindfulness to the movement. Yeah. Mm. yeah it comes down to your
1: connection and intuition with your body like only yeah. you can know that and and the in- yeah. the integrity that you have with yourself mm. like if you're going no I'm just going to be in my feminine right now and blah 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 but actually it's just because you can't be bothered yeah then that's a different right yeah um but I think as well because I think with women and our hormones and the cortisol and this the stress that comes mm. with overworking and over training like it's very different to go to the gym for an hour and do like the biggest workout ever great fantastic but mm. when you're literally doing hours and hours and day like days and days and weeks yep. and weeks it's it's yeah and yeah the
0: way you're doing it like are you breathing when you're lifting like that's going to like change the energy exactly. of it like it, it's like it yeah it's so easy to like wake up at 6am and be like oh i'm just going to like listen to my body and like be my feminine and like not get up but it's like well no you can have like some conscious grit and it is quite masculine to like just get up and just go and do it which like i think yeah. is amazing and i love that energy like i yeah. love that energy so much and then you get there but it's just it's not And I used to go to the gym and I would be in these classes and there'd be like 30-year-old men that were like deadlifting more than me and I'd go home and cry about it. Like that's how competitive Mm. and masculine I was. I was literally like in my brain competing against like full-grown men. Whereas like now I just wouldn't be like that. Like if I feel that niggle in my back, I'm like, okay, no. Your like ego is getting involved. It doesn't matter if you can like go heavier, your body's actually saying no. But I know myself enough. To know if I'm just being like, you know, just a bit of a puss dog. And like yeah. that's yeah. like, I don't know if like anyone uses that word in podcast, but like people know what I mean. Like there's a difference. Like, I I I really advocate conscious grit and like a little bit of tough love with some things because it's not the feminine isn't about doing nothing like no 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 no
1: No, not at all
0: yeah no and you can still be
1: completely powerful in your feminine
0: absolutely yeah Yeah. like it's like it's like the masculine structure for the feminine to be able to flow like even if you're like waking up and you've got structure around going for your walk but on your walk you're just like you're in that energy or you're listening to like meditation music or subliminals like I do that a lot as well like it's 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 really funny where being a new feminine, and mass, um, I was gonna say masturbating <laughs> and manifesting isn't about just like mast, like because you no know, people do like the orgasmic manifestation where they just like float around and frolic in the trees all day and just masturbate their exactly. way to like their dream life, and it's like I love that energy and like people do that, but they're also they're, they're also taking that uh, uh, like that aligned action, which is is masculine. It's like marrying yes, the exactly. two together. And I've got a lot of guy friends, so I get trapped in the masculine energy, especially travelling with just guys and then I'm a lonely girl because the guys are obviously – like even too much in their their masculine where they can't get in their femme and then I get more of my masculine because it's like I get a fade of them and I'm very competitive so I'm like I don't want to rest like if no one else like it's like yeah. it's just like really funny because like everyone can like take a page from each other's books like men can like it's just so funny <laughs>
1: yeah it really is and it again it always comes around to just like you as an individual knowing yourself so you can listen to yourself and discern those things for yourself Mm. because no one else can and following
0: your do you follow your cycle much like
1: yeah i do yeah 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 i honor my cycle a lot yeah
0: yeah that was something i didn't honor until a few years ago and then i started training around my cycle whereas Mm. i would push through with like my moon time and stuff now if i feel okay like i'll be all right but if i'm like i actually like have those three days and like really tune in i'm so intuitive and it's so amazing mm. um and i know the parts of my phases where i'm like okay this is where i can go hard like this is where my energy is and this is where i can like go freaking hard and my what's your human design
1: oh my god I had are you my a manifesting generator like, uh, i think i might be you know I feel, like um, might be. I feel like I need to I feel like I need to text my friend because she knows yeah did have. she do your chart reading yeah let me just um what's oh your God. what's your do you, do you know your sun moon rising I had someone sun? on the podcast that was doing human human design and he did a yeah. normal reading um, do you know just, your sun moon and rising yeah so my sun is Leo my
0: moon is Aries and my rising is Virgo Oh, wow. My son's Virgo, <laughs> but I see your son being Leo. That's really cool. Yeah. My human it's so, design manifesto. So I know, I love knowing certain things about my human design because it makes me feel a lot safer in my energy type because I didn't know that was like a thing beforehand. Whereas now mm-hmm. I know that when I go hard, I go like, I go crazy and then like, yeah. I need a rest. And I like yeah. the, the energy will come, and then like I can go twenty times harder. Whereas like yeah. other people have that energy that's just constant and it keeps going, and it's like normal. Yeah. Where manifests, it's like, all right, chill, and then go fucking crazy. Like that's what yeah. mine is, and yeah. I love it. I love <laughs> setting up, like I have my fem time, and then I'll set up like even like ten day spurts where I'll be like, I'm gonna do this, this, this. Like, and it's yeah. I, I love that type of energy, but. I feel like I, I think I'm generator. generator
1: actually but mm-hmm. I really can't remember
0: yeah oh, I'm gonna I'll 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 text you after <laughs> yeah yeah next episode we, we should know yeah <laughs> but yeah I feel that that's really really cool um mm. yeah 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 so when you for people that haven't experienced hypnotherapy or hypnosis you can have a bit of like a Hollywood kind of um like a ooh, like look into my eyes look into my eyes like then there's like the black and white circle and it's like I'm gonna make you dance like a chicken like my friend literally said that to me the other day can you do it on me like we went went with friends and people were dancing like chickens and stuff I'm like that's not like what we do yeah
1: no no can it be further from it like yeah it is weird isn't it um I think people just get that perception from movies and stuff (laughs) we're not we're not doing that but what we're doing is basically when you as as you know when most people go to therapy or counseling or whatever it is they're um they're talking so they're talking from their conscious mind um Mm -hmm. and your conscious mind is very much um, the part of you that's that's influenced by society, by mm-hmm. um, beliefs and
0: values that you grew up with, by con- you know conditioning. Ultimately, and it's a different so brainwave state. Like you're most likely in a beta brainwave state, exactly. which is you're certainly in a beta
1: exactly correct so you you're it's very much like your active active mind Mm -hmm. so a lot of the time when people go to a therapist they'll come and be like i know my problems it's blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. and it's just their story it's just their narrative which which Mm -hmm. often is just actually not the truth anymore it's been so you know it's often
0: (laughs) unconscious unconscious so it's like how are you meant to get this is what i don't get like how are you meant to unravel unconscious problems when you're talking conscious consciously like exactly. you know what i mean you're like
1: not aware of your unconscious problems when yeah. you're in your conscious mind yeah, yeah exactly and you know we we talk about this analogy a lot in hypnotherapy if you think of your mind as an iceberg and your mm-hmm. conscious mind is that 10 percent of the ice that's sticking well, 5%. out five percent oh yeah wh-
0: whatever it depends on what Some people now even happening. saying one percent i'm like what the hell yeah
1: yeah I mean I suppose it would probably be the one percent if you include the super conscious and all the yeah. rest of it yeah it, you know because then when you look at that expansion then hmm. yeah it's probably a 0.01 percent you know what I mean like yeah when, when you look at it like that but if if you look at it like your conscious mind is on top of the water the subconscious is under and then yeah after the subconscious comes super conscious and blah, blah 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 yeah but it, we we in hypnotherapy just get you into that lower brainwave state where you're you're just tapping into that subconscious part of you and again just reiterating what we said before is that your body keeps the score the emotion is stuck in your body so we follow the emotion we follow what your body hmm. is saying rather that,
0: than what your mind is saying and that brainwave state is the theta brainwave state so that's yes. a different like exactly. hertz or whatever to yeah. other ones like delta sleep and there's all different ones so it's, yeah. it's like it's not just like woo woo or whatever like it is like science kind of shit. um yeah. and for people and that don't
1: not to be completely in delta like in sleep mode because yeah. you want your conscious mind yeah. to be a witness to the subconscious shift yeah. so if you're like completely just like asleep then it's just like you know it's yeah. That, yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah like it, even if you if you go like I will sleep to like messages and stuff a lot, and it will still work whilst you're asleep. But like when you're doing like potent healing things, like yeah, like you don't it want to be to like be going off. To it. exactly. But it's still fine if you're doing hypnosis and you do like a tiny bit. For people yes. that don't know what the superconscious is, that's mm-hmm. kind of like the bridge, right, from like your subconscious mind to like like the universal mind. The or universal, how? how yes. What's your language around that?
1: Um okay so the way i would explain what the superconscious is is we are literally all connected through yeah. time and space and whatever you want to call it through through everything that is the i guess thread the part of us that yeah. is connected to everything so what that means is that that part of our consciousness is also connected to our ancestors the the lives that have come before mm our consciousness has experienced multiple different lives. Um, so th- that is the part of us that is still connected to that mm-hmm. bigger knowing. It's the deep yeah. rooted knowing of our being, which yeah. we're not, we're not connected to really, uh, you yeah. know, in a, in a, in a conscious life.
0: I love um, your um, perspective on it. Yeah. Like the the past, like lives and stuff like that as well. And it's like, we've all got access to the same information and the the exciting thing is like particularly being an artist and stuff like and talking to creatives and stuff and like most people that come in my world might not even be quote unquote creatives but then they they are drawn to that and they become that or whatever Uh, is mm. because like a lot of the greats like Jimi hendrix and stuff will talk about like he will channel certain music and that's because Mm. he's getting himself you you get yourself in this brainwave state where you're in the vortex and you're um you're like combinatory play where you're like playing and like you're in this that what kids are in all the time and you're channeling information, like you're channeling art, you're channeling books, you're channeling stories, like it's so cool. And like you're remembering, if you ask kids, they'll remember about their past lives and stuff. Yeah. And like, yeah', because yeah. they're there's actually big... operating from Theta Brainwave State, which is yeah. so freaking cool. It makes yeah, people there's... go back there and just. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> there are countless, countless stories of like young children recalling things from like, the Egyptian times or whenever it was that they would just never, never know. Um, And, and yeah, and there's been so much research to, um, to confirm the fact that like our generational memory can go back literally 10 generations at least like there's evidence for that and it could probably go Mm. way, way further. Um, So, and, and knowing that the things that affected the generations before us, we are still healing from <laughs> so yeah. it yeah. all comes at a time like we are now in a much more conscious time where we can actually go right we're stopping the generational trauma now we're not yeah. passing this on anymore. we're doing the work um it's a really really interesting time to be alive
0: yeah and p- past life aggression regression is another thing which is like really amazing experiencing that and it in and it really does even this stuff like taps into like the what every what shadow work is all about and it is about like the law of oneness and we're all we are all one and we have the same information we're all part of one whole therefore everything exists within us and what we yeah. see and like that's why it just gets so wild like it's so like zoomed out i see shadow work it's just so zoomed yeah. out whereas like a lot of our problems that like really zoomed in
1: yeah But um completely.
0: before we like wrap up because i feel like we could have like 20 episodes like we could have like our own podcast and just like do. yeah I feel like have you had any cool um past life regressions yourself
1: oh my god yeah um (laughs) I've had so so many um the the one that always stands out to me the most is just the one my Oh, actually, there's so many. God, I yeah. but then, I've, I've done it I, I, as well. Yeah, I I really remember. Um, well, w- well, one thing that I was struggling with in my late twenties. Um, so I'm 33 now, and I think I was about 33. 20. I thought you were so. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, I had this like thing about um like um would i be a good mother like uh, do i deserve mm-hmm. to be a mother like this sort of like weird um thing with myself where i was just like you know it was obviously getting to me and um in in one of the hypnotherapy sessions that i did we like went back into this time where it was like the victorian times or whatever and you know i won't go into like so much detail but long story short is that i had a baby um that like died in my arms like and I just went through that whole thing with her and it, I really even in the hypnotherapy session like again it's so important to feel feel and honor what was happening so you do you really feel it you're like screaming crying you're like grieving this like child that's that di- well I was grieving mm. this child that's died. I was saying like I'm so sorry I let you die and, like because it, in the whole story like I was out in the snow and she basically froze to death This baby. Yeah. And, um, it, you know. So it's um, like your
0: body remembers that, has yes. stored that in your body, and now yeah. you've got this unconscious fear that you don't really understand, like, would I be a good mum? Like, yeah. this is the point of this work, like, for people that don't, yeah. like, know why people, like, dive into this shit. It's because yeah. this self is, like, present and you're like, why? And you not just why to just dig deep deeper out of curiosity, but to actually heal that memory so then you yeah. heal that. And now, like, hopefully, like, you you have the confidence a- around yeah, totally. your mom or whatever you actually want. Yeah. And you know what? There's so many things that happen in
1: our life. So, you know, a lot of the time hypnotherapy will stay in this life. You know, most, mm-hmm. I would say 90% of the time, it goes back to childhood always because, yeah. again, our, our subconscious – um is is well our our our, um, beliefs that we have about ourselves are developed as children so we Mm -hmm. always go back to this subconscious time when we're in those early childhood years where we we see things and we start doing the maths on what the world is and how it affects us but we don't have the cognitive ability to really understand what what is actually what like mum and dad are fighting um, they could be fighting about work or bills or whatever, but I'm a child in the room and I, I, I'm I feelings based. So I
0: immediately think it's about me. It's my fault. Yeah. Fighting- and that's where you we program that. ourselves mostly between zero and eight, like exactly up to 14, but we're still even programming exactly. ourselves now. That's why it's so important going yes. back to like what we consume and who we talk to yeah. and like what who we're yeah. expanded by and around and stuff yeah. like that
1: and when it comes to trauma i think it's really important to just side note as well because a lot of us talk about trauma stemming from these childhood years but trauma can also it can be can, like anything that happen any sorry anything that's like a developmental time period can really be um hmm. very very influential on are, are, are limiting beliefs as well so for instance yeah. like a lot of people like to go back to like childhood but it could be something like from the age of like 21 to 24 or whatever mm. you're an adult yeah. that you've already got but if it's happened over uh, like a developmental period of time so usually that means over two years then that can mm. just reinforce some like or that can create really new limiting beliefs you know yeah. what I mean so it's always about like where do you need to go and unpack mm. the things that are not the truth and are not you mm. um and like yeah,
0: that are feeling stuck in whatever they've experienced, even if it's it's crazy heavy ass shit, like to b- have faith and confidence that this stuff can can be reprogrammed, and like you can oh, okay. change from that um even though you might be consciously trying really hard, it's time to like now subconsciously reprogram it and actually just like change the story for good, so you, you have can- to feel it on a yeah. somatic level, you have to feel it in the body to l- yeah. to release. It. Yeah, yeah, and 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 people try consciously, which is going back to the iceberg, they're using five yeah. percent of their will instead yeah. of going and they're going against 95%. So let's just work on the 95%, which is mm-hmm. our subconscious, reprogramming that. So then in the physical realm, you're what manifests and you're acting upon your programming instead of yeah. fighting like white knuckling it and trying to fight against your programming mm-hmm. that doesn't feel right for you, and it's like not. in in your like area of like safety because you're not used to it it's just like I think as well Mm. a lot of
1: coaching you know you're given coaching techniques and tips and you know do this or you know blah 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 Mm. blah. and then it reinforces sometimes because a lot of the time that fails and then it reinforces a narrative of like you're a failure or or Mm. you you know you you're you're unhealable Mm -hmm. or whatever it is that it's it's just because you're not actually getting to the root of it you're just you know
0: yeah or even if yeah and that's interesting as well because even if you don't get to the root of it but you're working in your subconscious that will do Mm. so much more for you um, than just working in 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 that 5% area and using that like white knuckle kind of energy because you're using like willpower, um, but not everyone is made to actually have willpower. Like in human design, only certain people have that accessible to them. So it's it's normal that people fail all these like fad diets or whatever it is they're trying to like really like try because um of, like everything's working against them. And I, I used to really think I don't know if you've gotten trapped in the root cause thing because I was recently talking about that with the with with the, with the client stuff, and she's um, saying like she can't get to the root cause of something, right? And it's like we actually—I was in this for like so long, and that's why I'm I'm really passionate about this point. But you don't always because people are always healing as well. They're they're reprogramming either way, right? You don't always have to find the exact root cause of every single thing. If you choose to make a decision and you choose to like embody that new version of you and make a different choice and change that like neural pathway, like you're doing that neural work without having to be like, I have to find where every little thing came from as well, which is really interesting. It would take a really long
1: time to find every little thing, but you go yeah. to a moment where that thing and feeling was really strong, you know, yeah. and then you can do the rewiring from from that point. Yeah. And I think as well, like people, people think that if you're in hypnosis, like are they are they gonna are they gonna remember it or, or what? Why could it be something that I don't remember in my in my conscious state? But the thing is, like a lot of the time when something happens to us that we're uncomfortable with and we suppress it we actually lose the conscious memory of it mm-hmm. so that's why in that in that um in, in that state of hypnosis you will go back to something and you're like oh my god I'm I'm, I'm remembering this right but yeah. like you know that it happened but you 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 didn't remember it before but now you remember it you know so it's just it's just tapping into into those things and yeah you're right it doesn't have to be the very first moment but it does need to be a a moment where that feeling was substantial so you can then re rewire it
0: yeah 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 yeah. and it's like yeah it's it's just so funny because you can you can fall into like this healing trap of like having to like keep going back to your childhood like keep going back keep going back and i think it gets to a point where you're like hey um that's just that's exhausting as well like yeah and
1: and and things like grief or like you know big breakups mm. or something you know something that happened like later on in life like sometimes it's just healing that you know that part
0: yeah yeah definitely Yeah, definitely. Um, I've really loved this conversation. And I know that we're definitely (laughs) going to have like so many like podcast apps in the future. So I'm really excited. But thank you so much for coming on. I'll um having me. yeah I'm so excited for this <laughs> oh no thank you for having me
1: it's been really good and I, I love the direction that you're going and I love watching life unfold for you you've got so much to come and like you, you say with you I life. really yeah like just
0: love your energy <laughs> hey guys so I hope you loved that episode with Steph it was super fun and I'm sure we're going to have a lot of episodes in the future together I will leave all of her handles in the show notes, but you can find her on Instagram at sundaysteph underscore and at happyhealing underscore underscore, or maybe it's three, but it will all be in the show notes. And I will see you next time.